When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous, me at Cartoon Therapy. Follow me on Instagram at Cartoon underscore Misadventures. You can, if you haven't subscribed to this show, subscribe. If you could write a review, write a review. Uh, thanks to all the people. There's been a couple of people that wrote reviews recently. Thank you so much for those. They really help the show. So I really always appreciate it. The good ones, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't appreciate the bad ones, but I'm assuming those people don't still listen to my show, right? So I'm saying thank you to the fans that have wrote uh, really positive reviews. It's like I said, helpful and I love to see them. Um, if you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where I talk to total strangers about all kinds of things. Uh, if you want to call in while remaining and talk about like your interesting lives, your secret lives, whatever you want to talk about while remaining totally anonymous, you could call in, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Today I'm on a girl named Jess. Now Jess has been on before, like three times maybe before. The first time she called in, it was a good episode. She was like this girl that wrote in and was like, oh, I'm sleeping with a much, oh, I'm dating a much older guy and I'm like cheating on him like crazy. <laughs> I don't remember the exact number of that episode. I'll put it in the intro, like you'll see it online. Um, but, you know, that's where she started off. And on that same episode, she talked about how she would, uh, she was thinking about like sort of dropping her whole life here in the States and moving to like a deserted island. You know, like the thing that we all talk about, like when life gets tough, we're like, oh yeah, I'll just move to deserted island. Well, that's what she said she was going to do. And I would like basically laughed in her face. I was like, yeah, right. But this bitch actually did it. Okay. And that was another episode. The second episode is her like moving to the third world country and starting a life there. And uh, we talked to her while she was there. Uh, we discussed what she did when she was there, what was going on. She was, you know, the same as she was here. She was sleeping with a lot of guys. She had one main guy, wasn't so happy, had a couple other guys. And the ex, the one she was cheating on, the old guy, well, he moved back there. Uh, he was moving there last we spoke. So when she sent me a text message with with a picture of a little, like, a couple-week-old embryo inside her uterus and was like, look at this I was like, no way. First, I was so happy for her because I had a baby three years ago and it's like the best thing that ever happened to me my whole life. So when I hear that people are pregnant having babies, I get so happy for them because I know what's to come. It's the greatest thing ever. But um, I was, the second thing I felt was like, who the fuck is the father, right? Like, was it the guy she was sleeping with that she didn't really like that she was cheating on? Was it the ex old guy that was moving there? Like, because I hadn't talked to her probably in almost a year. 
So that's what we discuss on this show. We She gives the big reveal about who's the baby daddy. We talk about the drama around the baby daddy because she didn't know for sure whose it was. We try to figure out the math. We, we also talk about the drama about how she feels about the baby daddy and her sort of reservations about like him and how he's going to step up. We talk about her reservations of having a baby in general. We talk about everything that she did up until that point and what's going on. Is she still in that country? Is she moving home? Like what the fuck's going on? I wanted to know all those things and that's what we talk about and I get to the nitty gritty on all of it. So you're going to find out A, who she's having a baby with and B, what she's doing about it or where she's going to live and all that stuff. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Jess. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous. Oh, uh, hey, Jess. Welcome back to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Like, how many times have you been on? Five times or four times or ten times? Like, how many times? Do you have any idea? Maybe three oh. times? I think you've called me three. I think I've called you three times. Okay, so you, last we spoke, I kind of know, I think, what we're going to be talking about today, but like last we spoke, you had moved to a third world country, right, to set up shop yeah. and start a bee business, some shit like that, but like the bee business yeah. didn't really go that well. You were thinking, this is what I remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, you were thinking about starting a restaurant where you were, you were banging a young like worker boy that was working for you and your ex who you initially called in to talk about who was like this older dude that you met when you lived back in the states who like couldn't really get it up because he had some issues and he was just like a party guy and you guys broke up and moved away to where he always wanted to move to and last we spoke he was actually going to move there right so now Fast forward to just the other day, you send me a text, okay, with like a picture of a baby, a little, little baby, okay, like a, a, a saying like, I'm not on Dateline, because I always assumed you were going to get murdered when you were there, <laughs> because I mean, how many people really moved to the deserted island? Nobody. I predicted you would never do it, but you actually did it. Um, and now I'm assuming you're fucking pregnant, okay? And I'm dying to know whose baby it is, but I don't want you to tell me that right off the bat. I want you oh, to God. start off like where we were last time. You were banging the worker guy. Your ex was going to move there, right? The older ex. Yeah. What did we call him? Uh, the older uh, Okay, ex. let's just call know. him older ex. Remember. So let yeah. me ask you this. Did he ever move there? He did. Okay, so I so wait, there. wait. We don't know. I'm gonna drag this shit out. We don't because I'm uh, so surprised and want to know, but I don't know. But uh, I almost don't want to know because it's just gonna be so exciting when I find out. So I'm gonna leave it to the end. You, it's either the worker boy, some other guy, because you're not a kind of girl that doesn't get around. Like you do kind of get around. Like you'll just fuck guys, right? Like I mean, that's your thing. It's not like you're like a one woman man you actually called in because you were cheating like crazy on that older guy and then yeah. the older guy moved there so it could be either the worker boys it could be another guy that you were banging since we last spoke right or yeah. a couple other guys or 
the older ex. And I am okay. so curious. So why don't we take off from like pick up from like, is the bee business dead in the water? Or are you still doing the bee business? No, the worker guy is doing the bees. Um, but for me, yeah, dead in the water because honestly of uh, three different factors, it's hard to, like near impossible to move to this specific country. And number one, be a woman and start a business. Number two, be white and start a business. Number three, be foreign and start a business. They do make it difficult for foreigners to start businesses there. So I'm all three. So it's just. Oh, wait, wait. wait. So I I forgot the most important question. Do you still live in the foreign country or do you live back in the States? Okay. So um, I'm visiting right now home as planned. And I will be moving back at the end of July or early August. Okay, that makes me think maybe it's the worker guys because why would you be moving back? Okay, but wait, don't tell me. So <laughs> are, how long have you been back for? Literally the uh, second week of June. So oh, okay, so you're weeks. only back for yeah. a little while. We spoke, I think, last yeah. year when you were back for a little while. So you just come back like maybe once a month every year, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Okay, so but when you the business like the B business put on the side, you couldn't start it up. So what were you doing there since we last spoke? I was chilling. It's been really nice. I, I'm calling it as a the most professional word I can come up with is a career break mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> it's so cheap to live there. So my rent was 185 US a month. Wow. Like, I didn't need to. I want to tell people that they're like, oh, I get it. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone has the same question, you know, rightfully so. And it's confusing. It's like, what the fuck are you doing there? Right. So, How are you supporting yourself and, by not working? Right. But really, because you had a chunk of change that you went down with a lot of money, right? I was like joking with you. I'm like, what not are you bringing down? Like 3000 Didn't you bring like... <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was a, like my car was three grand, but I also sold my car back home. So I had like, I had way more than three grand, you know, right. to, uh-huh. to play with. Um, and the money runs out eventually. I don't, I'm like a, I live cheap. So I didn't live in the south of the island where that's where all the civilization and people are, where you could end up paying prices like American, you know, rental prices. You could, because there's a university there and they do charge the Americans. Yeah. Charge. So I lived in a village an hour away from that in like the jungle and I loved it. It was like beautiful. I found my little dog that I have and it was. Oh, right. I remember you got a dog. Now, okay. And you lived in the middle of the jungle and you never started up the restaurant. I'm assuming since you said it was so hard. Right. Okay. So you were working, you were just chilling out. What what would you do with your day in the jungle? Like, like weird. Like after a while, you don't know what the fuck you did all day because you like wake up whenever, which is weird because you wake up, the people wake up early there and they're just around even like you hear them like out and about and I would just wake up early too. So I'd be up, I'd go take my dog for like a nice long walk, I'd come home, take my sweet time doing breakfast. I mean laundry day is the whole fucking day because you gotta like hand like kinda hand wash a lot of clothes and line dry and then it might rain and take your clothes like you know like this is ridiculous sounding, I know. But like, no, it's like you you have the time for that because you don't have to like work or and you're not busy with matter. you're not busy yeah. with all the other sort of noise that we have going on here. Basically, it's such a it's, I really think everyone 
in America, if, if they can figure out how to do something like that. Should, even if it's for a short period really, of time? Yep. Even if it's like, yeah, four months or something. It's, it's maybe even, you know, six months. But yeah, it's, you know, eye-opening to how much, how much we have here mm-hmm. and real perspective giving and makes you really appreciate culture, education, uh, literacy, mm-hmm. and just, and, and as a woman being respected. I mean, we've got, it's so weird when I come back home because you hear about all this YouTube shit and I'm like, oh my God, people walk up to, men walk up to me and say, I want to breed you. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Right. I'm like, you know, obviously it's not good. This stuff is like, oh, real me too. Having these two stuff is no good, obviously. Right. Um, but, but there it's, it's like, it's just, really archaic as far as where women are, like, oh are, are on the totem pole. <laughs> Everywhere else except yeah. here. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time in Ecuador because I had another ex that, um, a, a serious ex that um, I was going to move with. He was from there. When I went there, I couldn't compared it to maybe like what the 60s were like in the U.S. in right. terms of socially and what, how women were looked at. This island is about the 40s. Right. It's that behind. <laughs> it was a lot for me. And that's what I think. I'm not a homebody. I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. And I started to not want to leave my house because just driving, you go slow there because you go about 24 miles an hour on the road and I didn't have AC in my car so the windows are down and you go slow and the culture is that the people hang out by the side of the road, the men the men who are just drinking, getting money from some chick they reach money off of in the US uh-huh. um, so it's it really bizarre um, and they tell you to slow down they tell you to that you're driving wrong they tell you as if how, how could she have a brain right, like they, they need to help you Yep. I'm going to tell you a really funny thing that happened here when I started my podcast. When I started it, I had a male co-host named Tommy. He was the fucking co-host. I was the host. Do you know what I mean? I set everything up. I did everything. He just showed up at my house and talked and he wasn't really that bright. But people loved him. And I have to tell you what was really interesting and I really felt like it was a man-woman thing is that I got so many emails from people, guys, saying Tommy's like really great uh this is the stuff that I think you need work on like nobody no man offered him one piece of advice men don't do that they don't go up to men and say hey you need help with this I should they don't look at other men as needing their help but they look at women as needy and the the fans these were fans okay telling me all the things I could do better their advice for me and I was like it's so interesting that like like guys don't realize that as a woman we're on the receiving end of that all the time they never are like yeah, i said they never gave my co-host a fucking two cents their two cents it was all for me and i'm um, trust me i do not think that they were being rude i don't think that this was a conscious thing i think this is just the way that it goes you know and it definitely yeah, so yeah when you're on the side when they're telling you on the side of the road drive this way you think they're doing that to the guy behind you no no, it's yeah, and I understood. Guys Here's don't give other guys advice. That's very interesting, yeah, and it's that's here too, and that's just our culture. But you know, you're a very independent woman, and you're gonna you're very cerebral, and you're gonna pick up on that shit. Yeah, let's get off that topic and go back to you. Yeah, so yeah. you're in this place. You at some point you don't even want to leave your house because all this shit is going <laughs> down. Were you still dating the worker guy? 
Yeah, so he lived up the street for me. And amongst, again, with the culture, I had a really hard time with the culture, obviously. Um, most people, men and women, just they see a white person and they want something from you. And were besides themselves when they learned that a woman around my age was there living and paying her own bills. They thought that I literally had somebody at home sending me money. Right. And Even though it was when, only like a hundred bucks to live I a know. year. <laughs> That's the other part. I, mean, I do more in a fucking morning than you do in a month. Right. Um, it's just a different, 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 different. So this guy, the worker, well, you, it's funny you call him the worker guy because I, I, it, he wasn't. He was kind of like an employee, but it wasn't paying him. So it was. I don't know. It was like a weird situation. It turned out to be more than just an employee who was very good to me. Yeah, he didn't want anything from me. Mm-hmm. I think but he, he was. Did you? Bit. You did meet him because he was like working at your house, doing shit was, for you. He was like helping me. Yeah. yeah, he was working. Yeah, he was like a worker guy, like not. Yeah, it's confusing because it. First, but then you started yeah, banging him. Emotions of what are you? You know what are you to me? Because you're helpful, you're like a boyfriend, but you, you don't talk. So like, that's right. Yes, talk. and you were banging another guy, and you would tell him right, and it would make him upset, right? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That was a whole shit show. So, so he wanted he wanted money. He, I think, wanted things for me. He the other he guy could get one over on me, but I was like, no, no, I figured you out. And okay, now get out of here, get off. But so, um, yeah, this guy was always like nice to me. He just wasn't a dick. Mm-hmm. And he, like, if I need it, it sounds so trivial, but like, if I needed vegetables, I'd be like, hey, bring me some vegetables and he'd come right down. Like, I didn't have to go to the store half the time. And his parents were, he lived at home with his parents, which was you know, a different culture. Um, as normal, you know, he had, he had like his home area of the house, and but his parents were nice to me. Yeah, I remember and that. Nice uh-huh. to feel like you have a family away from home. Yeah, I remember. It was nice. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347 420 That's 347 420 You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Mm-hmm. I thought I lost you there. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, he was always nice, and I was banging him. The sex was always good, but I would go in and out of what... It started to become emotional, because I'm like, you're always around, and, like, you want to, like, like kind of be something, but, like, there's no way... And I would think this to myself. There's no way... Because he really I didn't, didn't have, talk. There's no relationship. Yeah. He really doesn't... I mean, yeah, he really doesn't talk. So that well, companionship wasn't there, even though you had other no. things that were really good for a relationship. 
I think right. which it, one of the most important things would be that, you know, you want to be able to be like that person, be like your friend, right? Because like when sex goes out the window, yeah. five years, seven years, you know, and like other yeah. things, like you really need to really like to be in the same room with somebody, you know? Yeah. So I think it's yeah. very important. It is. And I think that um, I feel like at times I'm pretty similar to you and, and I feel like you pontificate quite a bit. And I have, I have <laughs> I like to talk. Great, <laughs> I do like to talk as well. Yeah. And, um, but, I'm a good listener, too, sometimes. Right. Um, no, I am, too. But you want to so, have someone that will like you could have good conversations you with. I, you can talk to anybody. You know, I have a guy that I was dating right before I moved down there. Who is like the shit? He's awesome. He's got like a bunch of girlfriends, and I don't know. He's probably like in some kind of polyamorous life, but he doesn't even know that word, you know? Like he just that's yeah. what he is, and it's awesome. And like he's the kind of guy I can look at him and be like, "Wow, like look at that like blue paint. It really looks like this shade of blue." We could talk about the fucking paint for hours, totally. And, and talk, you know, and that's what I need. And so I know that that's what I need, and I knew that this is the guy I can't. In a relationship, yeah, like this is just you know this isn't good in the long run for anyone's heart because it's just going to leave somebody hurt. Mm-hmm. That was tough. That was tough because he's again my only like friend on a very light level, but you know there were few and far between down there. So yeah, and so yeah. did your and now at that point last we spoke, your ex was moving down. How long was yeah. it before? Did he show up? He did show up, uh, but he didn't live in my village. Okay. <laughs> he lived in a much, he lived about an hour farther, you know, a different, a different location, not where everybody else is, but he lived an hour away from me um, doing his own thing because he always wanted to go there. And I think there was a bit of following uh-huh. and, you know, he loves me. Like, I wish that I could love this guy the way that he loves me because he loves me. Right. Like love, love, love. And it's beautiful. Also, I'm like, now I'm I thinking just... it's not his baby. I wish. Um, <laughs> what? I mean, I don't think that he has the ability. He's cut. He's snipped. Oh, so it's okay. So it's okay. So we know for a fact it's not the ex's baby. Yeah. You know, it's not the ex's baby. So he's there. He was doing his thing. Um, he's really, he's very, um, the word that I'm gregarious and he makes friends and where he happens to live there's this section of of British people and he's made some really cool normal friends right the locals are really it's a culture thing and it's just really tough for someone like me to they they look at me like I have five fucking heads. Well, that's what you're what very different, right? Why wouldn't yeah, you move I'm over? Here, I'm different there. Did you ever so. move, or are you still in that little place where you're like kind of like an outcast? Um, I I moved out of that place just as though I was closing that lease out. My idea was initially to move to the south of the island and get a job. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, cat's out of the bag. I am pregnant, and I got pregnant, and I was like, "Well, what does one do?" And I was trying to. I mean, can I tell you who it is now? Yes, like, let's just get to it. Let's just mail. get to it. Yeah, so it's the worker guy. I mean, it's the worker guy. The nice yeah, guy, the do- one who I doesn't talk. I with him having an argument. I'm like, you need to communicate. <laughs> oh, but at least you know he's going to be a good dad. Like, he's a good guy. I don't know. I'm, like, freaking out. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, my- so... I remember last time telling you to use condoms, right? Didn't we talk about, yeah, like I said, no, whatever you I do, don't get pregnant? I know, I know. But, but I think that subconsciously I went there to go get a baby. Like, I think 
I, uh, my friend said that to me, actually, my good, good friend. She goes, I think you like went there to like get pregnant. Like, I think you like, that was it. That was what you were. And I was lost. I wasn't working. I was like, what am I doing with my life? Right. Like, I had a career here that I was like, it just it fizzled out at the end. And I was like, lost. I was here for like half a year. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? But let me try this, you know? And, and it was good. And, and, but I was down there feeling, feeling like I was squandering, just like not doing anything with my life. Uh-huh. And so now it's like, oh, there's the purpose. <laughs> there's Which, a little bit of a purpose there. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to change your life. But wait, so yeah. you're like banging the guy, even though you you don't want to have a relationship with him and everything. And are you just not using condoms? Is he pulling out? Like, it's I mean, like how do you condoms. wind up getting pregnant? He's pulling out. I mean, he was pulling out, but I guess his pull-out game isn't that strong. Right. Well, there's always pre-com, they say, and it really only takes one yeah. little sperm to get in there. Yeah. I, I mean, mean I, I was not careful at all. I mean, that's science will tell you. That's how it happens. Wait, and you weren't banging anybody else? So it turned out, like, I was really getting sick and tired of all of these idiots, basically, because I had the one guy that turned out to be a real douche, um, and that sucked. And I would go and visit the ex and, like, hang out with him. Because he was a friend, and he yeah. actually really, truly understands me. Take the sex and the, like, relationship part out of it. We totally get each other. Like, I wish I wish he was younger. I wish I was older. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. just something where I really, it's just one of those timing things. Right. Um, but so you weren't having sex with more, him? No, no. No, Like, I want, I am, like, so turned off by him. Right. So that's out. Um, Been there, I done that. Sex with, I mean, the sex is amazing. Yeah. The sex is amazing. With the worker guy, we'll call him, I guess. Yeah, I remember. Um, he had a really big that, dick, right? Like how I see him now. What'd you say? Didn't he have a big dick? Yeah. Right. That's what I remember. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, and it was just, and it's the whole thing of like, he's not, he doesn't want anything from me other than, you know, friendship and sex. And like, that's cool. And I mean, he tells me he loves me and. But wait, at that time, hold on, I'm sorry to keep cutting you off, but like, did you, did you, were you banging anyone else around the time you got pregnant or do you know, did you know for sure it was his baby? So I had, I did have a little freak out because I wasn't, I had to deduce it through talking to my friends because I went, (laughs) yeah, I'm like embarrassed. Like you're the only person and all of these people who are listening (laughs) who will know this information um, and only a select group of, select two friends, select one friend actually. Yeah, I had gone to a wedding on another island, ironically, um, for a very, very, very close friend. She's from a Caribbean island as well. And met a boyfriend there, as I will call him. And he's like an idiot. I mean, this is like the most idiot. I just can't believe I'm even saying these words. They attacked him out of condom. He apparently pulled out. And I was, you know, that was in that was in the middle of February. And then I had a period after that. So I was like, okay, that takes him out of the game. Which I know isn't always true. No. Um, because the period yeah, could off. have been like breakthrough bleeding that happens in the beginning of a period. You know what I mean? Like you just don't know. Well, Some was, people get periods was, when they're pregnant. I was coming off of my period. Like it was like my last day of my period when we banged. Oh, oh, okay. So you so most really likely were, an, uh, there's no way you were ovulating, ovulating unless yeah. you're like a very like, uh, 
Like if you're if you get your period once a month all the time at the same time all and you're time. very regular, mo- there's most likely you're not ovulating at a very odd time. Some people I think okay. that are all over their place and you know that then you have to worry more, but I think most likely the chances are you weren't ovulating then, you know. I I think so too because I am very very regular and yeah. all that stuff you said. So so that takes him out of the game and then um Yeah, but I hate to say it. Like, sperm lives for a couple days inside you it swims around right and you ovulate (laughs) sometimes like 15 days after the first day of your period like you start counting but you know like from the first day of your my period right but how long how many days was your period it's like four Oh, okay. So you were only five days after. So the, no, and then because even if it lived the, for three days, you're looking at eight it's days. Like there's it can't mo- be, right? No, there's no way you ovulate. Do you know when you ovulate? Because you typically girls get really no. horny, extra horny, or and you could feel it sometimes in your ovary, like yeah. it feels like a pulled muscle. Have you ever? Do you know when you ovulate ever? Like, do you wake yeah, up? Yeah, like I'm very regular. I'm yeah. so regular. I have a little app that I tracked my thing on, and yeah, yeah, like I I know all that shit too. So. So you typically ovulate probably like 15 days after? Well, 14 to 15, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what, for me, that's what I think it is. So I feel confident in saying that I know that it's this guy's baby, but there was a freak out. There was, you know, there was, the way I found out that I was pregnant is that I had drunk sex like an idiot with this guy and the fucking condom broke, this other random. Another guy. This other yeah, just like a random. Okay. Like, really hit on me and like whatever. A little fling. And when um, was that? The after the wedding? Broke. After the other guy? After the wedding. After your period. That was, that was, um. February. That was, that was, okay, that was like mid-March. Okay. That was like mid-March. My last period was, um, February 26th. Like I have it on my little app, thank yeah, God. Yeah. So I can't really know. And I mean, I had sex with one other guy who was like really, really hot. We used the condom, everything was fine. Um, so that, he's out. Um, and then there was this other guy that was the fling and the condom fucking breathe. And I'm like freaking the fuck out. I'm like, what? How do you know it's not his? Because I found out I was pregnant already. Oh, <laughs> because, uh, yeah. Uh, there, through, I was like, oh my god. Oh wait, wait. Oh, actually, you mean you the condom broke, so, bro, and then you so tested yourself mid March. Yeah, this happened mid March, so that was during ovulation time ish. But I had sex with worker guy a couple days before, um, a couple days before, and throughout. Like I always have sex with him. Yeah. You know? So. um this guy was maybe mid to late March, actually, um, like in between those, that time, mid to late, like if we have to really get it down to days. Um, and I was like, well, I guess I got to see plan B, which I don't want, you know, none of that. Well, I don't want to be doing that, but I don't want his baby. That's for sure. So I actually take plan B. I take the thing and I'm texting my friend from home who I trust very much. So, and I said, wait a minute. When I haven't, I was supposed to, I'm supposed to get like, I'm supposed to be having my period just because my little calculations and everything on my little chart, like it hasn't come. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on? And I was like, oh, am I actually already pregnant? Oh, good thing because you thought that kid, before you took that plan B because that would have like killed your baby, I right? I the plan B. Oh, you had? Up, 
I took it and it was literally took the pill. And then I was like, my tits already hurt. Like, how is this? Like my tits were, were huge already. And sex with the, with the main guy was already a little bit painful uh-huh. and tighter. And yeah, yeah, yeah. something was, was uh, different. Right. I was, I was already pregnant and I, and I'm the kind of person where I've never really taken pregnancy tests before. Right. I've never, I've never been that because I've always been on birth control for most of my life mm-hmm. and I've always been regular and I've always been, I've always been safe. Like all of this behavior from when I started talking to you, like I started talking to you because I felt like a crazy person. Right. You were acting out. All that stuff was, but it wasn't I'm like how you had always been. Never. Yeah. Right. Like all of it was just nuts. So I, it's like, oh my God, like, I think I'm pregnant. And I think that like, I always, just for some reason, said the moment that I'm, like, my body's ready to have a baby, like, we're having a baby. Right. Like, this is what's going to happen. The whole family, both sides, mother and father side, fertile myrtles, everybody. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, and I'm like 30, I'm 31. So I'm like, my body's ready. And I went home and I, I took a pregnancy test. I think I took it that I think I, wait, I think yeah, I took it. I took it then. I took it right that in the afternoon, which I noticed was taken in the morning. Cause I Google that. Whatever, yeah, yeah. Helping me. If you're really pregnant, <laughs> so though, you it, could take it at night and it'll still come up. It's it only like in the pregnant. beginning. Right away. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Clear. That's when like, you know you're pregnant. you've been pregnant for a while. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, <laughs> you know, oh shit. And then I took it the next day in the morning. And, you know, again, same results, which I feel like most women take like 10 fucking pregnancy tests because they don't believe it. Yeah. Um, and then you can I take like, those no, ones that will tell you how how long, like three weeks a lot. Right. Oh, yeah. There's ones where you could take <laughs> that'll say. Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't even know that existed. Um, okay. Cool. So I was pregnant and through deduction of so it couldn't have been the guy who I took the plan B pill with because it's literally just how I was already pregnant. I'm surprised. Did like, you have you asked your doctor whether that plan B while you're pregnant was yeah. like bad to take? What did they say? Oh my god, I was freaking out. I'm like, am I gonna have a swath from Goofy's like baby? <laughs> um, <Exactly. laughs> like, you know what I mean? I was like, oh my god. And I was like, am I gonna have this baby? Like I, I was all over the place. So of course I asked. Googled, asked my, uh, one of my friends, I asked another friend who was pregnant, so two of my girlfriends knew what was going on. And they were like, no, it's actually okay, which is weird. I, I'm shocked you were here and learned that. The doctor also confirmed completely fine. It's just like a different kind of hormone that's added. And oh, and it wouldn't have no affected worry. them. Oh, thank God. No that's worry. good. I was shocked. Yeah. I'm like, how does that even work? Um, so that's good. And I went to the doctor and I was trying to find out how to get an abortion because I, that was my initial reaction. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I was mm-hmm. like, this, no, 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 right. no, 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 never imagine it like that. And then my dad was scheduled to come visit. Uh-huh. So I find out at the doctor and the first doctor I go to, they don't do it at that doctor because of their religious beliefs. Yeah. Basis. I was like, this is going to be a fucking nightmare. Um, I had a friend down there who she knew what was going on. She's actually from England and, and she was very helpful. She was actually from the medical field. Mm-hmm. She knows, she ran a maternity ward um, back in her home country right. back in the day. So she was the best possible person to be yeah, totally. there for me. Thank God. And she reached out to a couple people that were from there and Knew, she knew who had had an abortion and she found out and they only did like the old school traditional method and 
I was just like, I don't even know right now. This is not my dad's coming in three days. <laughs> I was like, this is not. So I just waited. And he came, and it was a really great time with my father. And it was, like, very, very bonding and cool. And I, I remember being in the ocean and, and, and talking to my one girlfriend about how I'm supposed to go to Spain, and why do I care about going to Spain more than I care about probably having a child and what's going on with this? And she goes, look, Spain's going to be there, be, you know, and you an asshole says they've got their kids. So right. you'll be fine. You know, she was like, you'll, she was, you know, obviously more encouraging on, she was supportive on either way, but she yeah. was more encouraging that I would be fine. Yeah, totally. Um, she's like, you're, you're independent, you'll be all right. And I was sitting in the ocean and I'm like, this is like amazing. Like I'm hanging out with my dad. I have a great relationship with my father and, and my mother. This is, it's gonna, I have to have this kid. Like, this is cool. Imagine if I have this with my kid one day and, you know, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, I had a fucking epiphany and I was like, I gotta have this kid. Oh, and did, wait, did you tell your dad when he was there? No, because okay. he would have had a coronary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wanted to wait until I was at least like the, you know, the three months, whatever they tell you. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. How and many months I'm are you now? I'm about four months. Did like you find out the sex? I can't wait to find out. I go to the doctor up here in the U.S. on Monday. Oh, I need to know. You have to remind. You yeah, have to will, tell me. I'll let you know. So yeah, you don't I'm know a boy or a girl yet. Don't know. I think it's a girl, just what I do, because I'm crazy. And other, a lot of my close friends think it's a girl, and my dad thinks it's a boy. Right. <laughs> so so you eventually you know, told your parents, and how did they react? So everyone was a lot cooler than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, first it's held a die. Yeah, 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 yeah. There. And- yeah, like first I'm like, oh my god, and, we're, and at that point I'm like, try. I did the automatic try to make this a family thing and bring him in closer to me. And I, that probably wasn't the smartest, just because that's I don't know. I think it's what you do when you mm-hmm. find out you're pregnant. Yeah, and. And he was just in complete shock. And this is a dude who, like I said, doesn't talk to begin with. Yeah. And he didn't talk for about two weeks. (laughs) 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 I was like, I'm giving you time because I've known for about two weeks now. Yeah. It's shocking. And you were were on board right away either. Like you had to go through your moments and and thought process of going no, yes, no, right? So you gave him that time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I tried to give him some time, but it was, I, you know, women tend to go into, okay, is this happening? What are we doing? What's the plan? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, men don't understand and the emotions and like, holy fuck the emotions. Um, so he is a little slow on the uptake. Um, and I just kind of kept plugging along and I kept wondering go home, have a baby. Right. Stay here. Yeah. What the fuck do I do? Right. Like I'm already at the end of the money and you know, I, I have no worry that I can hop back to America and get a job and mm-hmm. do what I got to do. So, um, it was just a lot though, waiting to hear from him. And I feel like I'm still fucking waiting to hear from him. But, um, I, I then, you know, we, we went through the motions of me trying to be cool with him. He was very cute in the smallest way that he could be mm-hmm. with being supportive, but he really has no fucking clue. How old is he? Um, 35 and I'm right. too old to not really have a clue. Right. There's no other kids. He's a very kind, good person, mm-hmm. 
he's also just Caribbean and it's different. People have babies left and right there and it's just very like, oh, cool, all right, you're having a kid. But here, everyone here in America is like, oh my God, it's a big deal and what are you going to do? You know, uh, it's just different. So the response has been so different when I tell people there versus here. Thank God my family is was way cooler than I thought they would be. Right. Because I also prepared. I mean, I we I ironically had a trip planned already to go to the Rolling Stones concert mm-hmm. in June, but it had gotten already rescheduled. So I just once I found out I was pregnant, I was like, I'll keep the trip and I'll be able to tell that's right when the first right, that's when you can, right, uh-huh, you'll and come back up. I can tell my parents in person. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, I'm very, very close with both my mother and my father. They are recently re-split up. They go back and forth. And so I had to tell them separately, which is better for each of them. But um, it's been a lot of fun surprising the shit out of my friends, but then it's also kind of weirdly sad, I'll be honest, when it's the questions about him, because I don't really, like, I do know that he is never going to be able to financially help. Right. Just he's he's just not. Mm-hmm. He's just not going to be able to. Right. And like I mentioned, my other friend who um, had a wedding in the Caribbean because she's from there. She's been excellent because she's an example of a result of an American parent and a Caribbean parent and the outcome and how it can be and how it can work. Right. And she's made me feel emotionally just okay. You know, her mother is the one who's the Caribbean one, so a mother naturally will try to do as much as she can. Right. But Whereas you're going to live is, there? No, I'm I'm going to live in the U.S. I'm moving home in August. Oh, okay. I so you're to. going back just for yeah. a short time to, like, get stuff, and then you're coming back and staying yeah. here. Yeah, I was going to say, because when you... Go I was going to be like, yeah. why the hell are you going to be there? Like, I mean, I think you'd want to mm-hmm. be here just because of medical people, medical, you know, oh right? God. Yeah, you want to yeah, be here. 100%. The doctor, the private doctor that I did have that was the hour trip away from my village was actually very good. Uh-huh. But the system and how they do appointments is just so ass backwards like not happening let me ask Um, you this when you sent me the little ultrasound like I've had a a lot of those right because I had a child it like it said a weird name on there and like I'm like is this my name okay I'm like what the fuck do I usually I'm like, is she? Oh yeah. I mean, these things is. I don't go looking for stuff, but it's like I'm like, that's not her name, and I know your fake name. I I think I know your real name. I'm like, who the fuck is this? I'm like, what? I know how these look. They put names on there. Did she use this weird name there? Because I was like, I was like, is she fooling with me and fucking with me? Like, yeah. What is the deal with the fake name? No, I'm not that crafty. My God. Um, no, the doctor down there, I liked him because he was professional. He's like, I'm not really into the social aspect. I don't do tons of pictures of the sonogram. He's like, this is medical. Yeah. And so he, for whatever reason, he was trying, he was listening for the heartbeat. I yeah, think, for sure. Uh-huh. At about 10 weeks or something. And he, could, yeah. I don't think he could get it. So he was like, you know what, let's do this. Let's do the, the visual one. The son- I guess it's sonogram, right? Yeah. And um, he had it, and and he he was a, he was always a nice guy, like you know. And I was like, I really want to show something to my mom. Like, can yeah, you a, can, you, can I get a printout? And he was like, Yeah. And he just had the prior patient information up because he wasn't planning on oh. doing mine officially. He didn't charge me for it. Right. Like, he didn't he have cool. you in the system. 
Right. So he just like caught me, but that is my baby. And they do like moving the arms around. Oh, okay. and Isn't it crazy? Cool. It's crazy it's because. Nuts. It's fucking nuts. Right. So early. And then you think of like, I don't know. It's like, Listen, I totally believe in abortion 1000%. You know, I never had one. But after I went through like infertility and tried so hard and then finally had a baby, had miscarriages, went through anything and then like was there for the heartbeat thing. And then for the other one where you see the sex and you see the little hands and you hear the heartbeat and you see it moving. It's like crazy to think that like we kill those babies too at her. Right. Like, I mean, it's like it's hard. It's it's interesting. You can see both sides. I would do the same exact thing. I was like this because I'm, I'm, I'm very similar to you. Like I'm own same thing you just said. Right. <laughs> like, the whole thing. Cause I was like, holy shit. I am new, new, newly pregnant. And that little thing has a head and arms and legs and it's moving and it's like having a party. Yeah. What yeah. It's like, a thing. like, holy shit. Yeah, exactly. You know? And the first time you see it and you hear the heartbeat, like oh my I God. the father to the heartbeat one. It was the transvaginal one where they stuck the thing inside yeah. of you. And yeah. I brought him and my friend there, the, the girlfriend I have down there, to the appointment because I was like, this will make him realize it's real. Yeah, for like sure. hearing the heartbeat. And I, and I did look up and he had little, you know, tears welling up in his eyes and... Yeah, for me, because I used a surrogate and I had failed so much. I just never believed it was possible. It was like hearing that heartbeat and being nervous that it wouldn't even be there. And then you hear it and you're like, oh, my God. And then wait till it's like a fucking attach. Like there's times where I'm still with my my son and I hear his heart beating and I think about that time that I first heard, you know, that all of this stuff Mm -hmm. that you're seeing is going to be attached to this person that you are going to be so in love with you yeah. can't even fucking imagine mm. like it's oh, like it's making me feel good yeah it's serious like whenever now and like after you have a baby like like whenever I hear someone that I know is pregnant like I get so excited for them it's like when you sent me that yeah. thing like I had the chills for you I was so happy because oh. I know what you're gonna go through. Like I never, like I was always happy for people before when they were pregnant. But like it's a different thing when you have been through it and you know that it's like, oh my god, like this is so major and amazing, and you are just gonna be so happy because you're ready for it, right? Like you said, on some level, even though maybe you were confused, right? You felt like probably this was your time and you knew that right and that's maybe what you were doing right just like maybe all that fucking around beforehand was like ending one phase of your life and going out with a bang right before you start the the whole new one yeah you got it out of your system which is good because you know it just gets old yeah and when you have a baby it's like you know you're not happening that's not happening hangovers suck i've heard so like you just don't even drink and you know and i'm fine with that i have my father's got a history of alcoholism and i've always been very 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 aware like acutely aware of okay make sure you can stop whenever you want to stop and don't this up and maybe after you're still young and that's what you do and after the baby's born there'll be times where it'll be so hard yeah. you'll just be like I gotta go out and have Definitely. a drink like because I'm or else yeah. I'm gonna throw this baby out the window drink because the guy is making me nuts but not talking to me about what the fuck he's thinking but you're not drinking now no obviously right. not. Yeah, so yeah. he's still no problem right but he's still confused Right. I don't know what I don't know what he is. Ugh. He tells me he loves me in text. He's like, Love you, babes. 
he, I mean, I'm just a very, very, like, I think I'm pretty simple, but maybe I'm extremely complicated at the same time. I don't know. I'm like, actions speak louder than words. Go get a fucking job and show, show me something. Like, okay, I'm not, I'm not asking him for any money. I'm right. not asking him for anything, anything, anything. Right. And but what is it that he's I'm not giving I'm, you then right now? Communication. Tell me what he's thinking. Like, yeah, I'm but like, remember, like, but you have to understand, okay? Yeah. Remember who he was. He has not changed. Yeah, he just... <laughs> He's not a communicative guy and having a baby with him is not going to change that. He's just the same person, right? So it doesn't doesn't mean something bad, right? It's just who he is. I mean, yeah, yeah, he talked less for two weeks, right? But... And that's when you need more. And that's going to be hard because, I mean, like when I first started to have a baby, I started to do it with a friend of mine that fell out. And like my story is like you could get a bag of fucking popcorn because it's like so good. Like you don't even know it should be a movie. But uh, but when we were together doing it, he was not a communicative communicative guy, even though he's like one of my best friends. I think we talked about this, you know, but it's like and he, it was very difficult. I felt alone a lot of the times within yeah. that relationship oh when we God. were trying to have a baby together. Um, oh. And that's just who he is. That's who he was even through that. I think I got a lot more out of him than ever, but it still was never enough. And it was hard. And so it makes that kind of stuff hard. But hard. Yeah, yeah, he probably still won't be a good communicator but if you stay here and he stays there it's not like it's gonna be 24 7 of frustration for you yeah that's what i want to avoid because i'm just like okay so if you're my fear is that the kid's not gonna have a father i mean well, right. yesterday says freaking out having a break. I finally like broke down to my mother yesterday. I was like really upset. I'm trying not to be sad. Yeah. Like, I've read it. Obviously like being depressed is like leads. It's not good shit for the kid. But you so, also have tons even, of hormones in you. So that doesn't help. Okay. I'm it's like crazy. Right yeah. Now. Oh, you're just going to get crazier. <laughs> but I feel crazy. You're, no, but you're, you're pregnant. I mean, that's nor that yeah, happens. So I'm you're not crazy. like going to be emotionally stable. Like you could really go off the and because oh, you're being so pumped not. with so many hormones that you're not used to having so yeah. that's and gonna... even though you're aware of it it doesn't change it it's like oh my god no so, of course not it I doesn't mean, feel good yesterday yeah i'm telling my mom i'm crying i'm like i just don't know if this kid is gonna have a father and you don't imagine it to be this way either yeah i've never been a person who imagined a wedding they think weddings like marriage is crazy and good luck with all the people who do that but um but a baby is something I always did kind of see. Yeah. And like how beautiful it is and the connection, like all the cool shit. Yeah. Um, but I didn't imagine it alone. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. I think that the universe has put me in this position or whatever, me and the, you know, all of everything together has put me here because I am independent. And this is probably the best possible outcome because I think realistically there's a lot of women who are married who are very independent women who have husbands that it's like they still do everything anyway. Um, and they don't really even have the support. That they oh, need. yeah, I'll tell you. dude who lives in their house. Yeah, no, I'll <laughs> tell you. Listen, there's pros and cons to everything, right? I'm just going to give yeah. you the pros to your situation because I live your situation. But my it's a li- it's different because my I because I don't have that guy well, over in another country. Right. But. The, the benefit that I have over all the moms that I know that I'm close with that have guys is like I make all the fucking rules yeah. and regulations and I don't have yeah. to compromise with anyone 
forever. And that makes the first couple of years, right, a lot easier in certain ways, right? Uh, And I personally think that you're the same strong personality type, but this is the deal. I know you have to go and I have to go and we're not done talking, right? So we need to pick up this conversation. We need to take a break. We got to pick, we'll pick this up next week and you'll have some good news. Maybe we'll, we'll know the sex of the baby and we'll talk a little bit more. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye. Hey Jess. Hi, how are you? So listen, I remember where we left off, right? We were talking about how, um, I thought that you were like a strong personality type so that you would kind of benefit a little bit from maybe being far away from the daddy (laughs) and so that you could make most of the decisions. And since he doesn't communicate that much, maybe you'll have more of the reins, right? But what I want to get to first, because you do know, we'll finish that conversation. I'm sure it'll come up, but you do know the sex of the baby now, right? Yeah, I found out. Wait, okay. So this is what I remember. I remember you saying that you thought it was a girl. Yeah. And what is it? And the boy. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so happy Completely for you. <laughs> I love, yeah. I have a boy so I could tell you, I just love boys. You're going to love the bond. I mean, I'm sure the bond between mother and daughter is like very special, I think, but the, and, but the bond between mother and son, oh my God, you're going to die. This is going to be like the first man you're ever going to really love. It's just going to be really unbelievable. Excited. Thank you, because, you know, I was I was fully prepared for whatever weird reason that it was going to be a girl. And I'm like, you know, shit, I have to learn how to breed now and do girly things. I'm a total tomboy. And now I'm, I've been saved by this. So yeah. And good. like, listen, I mean, girl, like people would always be like when I'd be at the playground, like boys are running around and girls like sit still more and stuff. But like, I never yeah. wanted to like sit around. I get bored. So I don't. Yeah, I like that. Cool. My son like is really active and I run around and he, you know, when's your due date? When are you due? So they found out the real due date, which is December 3rd. Finally. Oh, my God. My baby's due date was December 9th and he was born on December 7th. So you're going to have a little Sagittarius baby. You're going to have like my son, which is like the greatest oh. thing. Ever. Strong. I don't know about Sagittarius is other than I've only dated like three and they were all nightmares. No, they're the <sighs> fucking best to have as a child, okay? They are they're like a ray of sunshine. They're strong personalities oh. and they have like their own fucking minds and they're tough. But like you have to respect that, right? Because that's who you are. I don't have a difficult yeah. relationship with my son because I totally understand that personality type because that's my I mean sometimes it's difficult but I totally get it I would have much harder relationship if I had a child who was like really quiet and maybe overly sensitive because that's like so foreign to me right but to have a child who's exactly like me that I totally get it's a very easy relationship even though sometimes it's difficult like just you know it's a fucking kid so it's going to be difficult but it's uh they are the fucking best this is like really good outgoing personalities strong have their own mind and but the over what like the overwhelming thing like the overlying thing or like the thing that stands out the most is that they're just very happy dispositions happy friendly 
great dispositions. Like my son is like a ray of sunshine and he has a better childhood than I had. So he's like, you know, he always like checks me if I'm in a bad mood or something because he's like always just a happy guy. So you're just in for a really like he's going to be a ray of sunshine in your life. Trust me. That's really nice to hear. Yeah. really nice. And I'm really happy that you're, you know, your kid has a better childhood. And yeah, and that's what you have to give. And that's what you give. That's what you'll give. That's what everyone should always give to their children. For the people that don't sort of rewrite history and they put their own shit onto their kids, shame on you. What your job is in life is to better yourself, make yourself better, then have a kid and then, you know, make that kid have a better life than you, right? I mean, and... and Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, so do you have other updates since we last spoke? I know that you were very, Um, like, upset about the communication between your guy, but you're hormonal and you're pregnant, so you're going to be all over the place. So is it a different story, you know, five days later? A little bit, (laughs) slightly. So, I mean, yeah, like, it's just the emotional roller coaster to begin with for any pregnant woman, I believe is out of control. Right. And then, you know, when you add kind of like extend, I, I'm sure everyone feels like their, their situation is extenuating, but like, you know, I, I have a, I got knocked up in the islands with a dude who. Oh no. Yeah. Yours is a little bit more hardcore you know, than somebody like, else's. Yeah. You got knocked up by a guy <laughs> that. The one up on the poor me situation. Cause I'm so like anti pity and mercy. Like I don't do that shit, but I am feeling the emotions of it. And it's like, you know, he's got about a, I don't know, I want to say like a nine-year-old reading level. And that's really hard to wrap my mind around. (laughs) And I want to like, I'm like, what am I doing? But the thing that, like, what's really lucky for me is I feel like I probably said this earlier in our, you know, previous conversation, that I have a very good friend who is the result of a Caribbean mother and an American father. And she came to the U.S. when she was two. And I was actually spoke to him yesterday because they were like a real deal fling. Like this was a fling, but it was much longer than a year. Right. Um, their fling was much shorter. And he just kind of, you know, I just was just having someone to bounce things off of, you know, um, is good. But I think right now, like, what's happened so far is that I met up with my closest group, group of girlfriends. And I've been telling this story to every group of people over and over. Like, I'm pregnant, moving back. And, you know, who's the guy? Who's the daddy? Like, who, in all these questions, like, what are you doing? Are you getting married? Like, people oh. have the traditional questions. And then yeah. the people who understand me are like, you know what? That's awesome. That's so you. And right. great. And they're yeah. cool. But still answering those fucking questions over and over and getting sad about, like, okay, I don't have a partner. And you never really imagine it to be that way. So it's it, the, the sadness comes sets in. And I was... I, my mom and I were trying to watch this cool like baby documentary and I was so disinterested and I felt like a piece of shit because I was like and I really like, just start, broke down crying and I was like I'm not even excited for this baby because I don't I just I feel sad like this is like I don't know I just was like all over the place and it was a mess and I mean obviously I sound better right now because I am better it was only two days ago uh-huh. but um that you know i gotta go to therapy and and she's like i'm gonna be here for you like it's you know she made me feel better who your mom it's yeah my uh-huh. mom is amazing like i'm i'm so lucky and i'm, I'm extremely blessed like my good friends family you know um and, my, and i'm very close to my mother so 
and wait until you have a baby your bond with your mother will be even closer because she's gonna be really there for you helping you you're gonna really need her and she's gonna love your baby as much as you love your baby did i tell you this already i go through that whole thing i don't remember but it feels good to hear yeah because (laughs) the, the thing about your parents and your family is that over anybody else you get closer with your family when you have a child because they will love your child as much as you do. Like they get it as much as you do. No matter, I don't care how good your friends are. Like they're going to be like, Oh my God. But your, your family has a bond the same way you do. And so there will be like, you feel closer to them because of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's happening. And it feels, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm very blessed and the gratitude is real. And it's like, you know, it is just, tough and it's it's what's the toughest part I'm, I'm working on defining what my issue is i guess and it's that i don't know how he fits into this picture and i because he's a good person i don't want to shut him out it would be easier if, if he was an asshole if i could just be like well fuck you and i'm doing all this on my own and that's it and the decision is made and I never have to worry about him again but that's not the case you know, he still is down there saying like, I love you and all this, you know, not all this stuff. That's pretty much the max of what he says. Um, but what did he say when you told him he's having a boy? He was, oh my God, so excited. He talked the most that I think he's ever spoken in his life um, last night. And, and it was nice. And I don't know if it's because I also, yesterday morning, I said, okay, if I'm going to be, if I'm going to give this guy an honest chance to be the father when he is able to be Mm -hmm. i need to somehow i don't know i wanted to give him a chance in my soul so i said okay he can't really read so texting him anything doesn't help so i found this like dad university on youtube this dude speaking about what the hell you do when you're a first time dad and i watched a couple of the videos and they were good they were like short and like good Mm -hmm. all right so i sent them to him I actually think he sat down and watched them and he was totally different person yesterday. I had my first anatomy scan and it was amazing. Like, you know, I've heard the heartbeat a couple of times, but this scan, I could really see like outline of the head and the The feet. Right. Uh Incredible. And then like we found out it was a boy and it was just a good day, you know? And, um, after my appointment, he actually texted me. How did the appointment go? How are you feeling? I, I was I'm, I'm beside myself. Granted, it's one day. But it doesn't then, matter you know, about that. I, you were surprised. I was like delightfully surprised. It still puts me in a weird space of like, do I tell this dude? I mean, I think I know what I'm going to do. The question is, is, do I tell the dude like, listen, that stop saying you love me and like that? Why would you say that? Matter. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'd like to cut it off to not not act like. Um, I'm lying if I feel like I should say it back to him or like some bullshit. Oh, but like, I mean, he always says it to you and you never say it back to him. Is that the deal? I do. I say it back when I did feel it. And I, like now I'm like, love ya. <laughs> but let me ask you this. Why don't you feel it anymore now that you're pregnant? Do you think that that's like a... I've been... Because he's so fucking annoying. Like there's no relationship there. There's not going to be. Okay, but like, was there one or did you just were bullshitting when you said I love you before? It was like, I love you, but it's like a different kind. I'm like, I, I have, like, I have love for you. I was probably in love for maybe like a month. Right. Okay. And then he would do something really stupid and annoying in terms of communication. And I'd be like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I've been done this. I've been in love and, and all this stupid shit enough times to really know what the hell is going on with relationships. And, uh-huh. um, 
There's just no way. There's no really, there's no way I could have a successful relationship with that dude. And I've known that, but the sex was banging and I wasn't really planning on getting pregnant. Like, you know, obviously I know how it happens, but I wasn't planning on getting pregnant. So, you know, love happens, I think, between a couple when, you know, a guy sees a girl carrying her his baby a little bit of that you mm-hmm. want, but I, like, I don't want to hurt. I get, let myself get hurt by even saying that shit when it's so not even real. Well, would it hurt you or does it hurt him? Me and him. Mm-hmm. It's like you're lying. It's as if I'm lying. So is the dilemma that you feel like you have to kind of like break up with him, but you also want to keep him as the father? Like you know, you still want to have you need yeah. to have a relationship yeah. with him because he's the father of your child. It doesn't your yes, child doesn't care if he could read or he could communicate. You know what I mean? Like right. that, that's the father. So that's kind of the dilemma. Yeah, and I'm working it out. Like this conversation is like therapy for me, and it's right. like really good. Um, and and you're gonna start yeah, to go to your own therapy for real therapy too, yeah, right? No, I saw my yeah, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, yeah, yeah, um, I just yeah, it's like mitigating. That's my new favorite word is like mitigating, um, how to handle him and not let him get, not let him feel like he's shut out, but also be able to like move forward and do what I got to do without feeling guilty that I don't have time for him really, and I don't. Uh, you know, and allow him to come in kind of whenever he wants. And that's hard for me to like not have control because I am controlling and I am my own person. And I like, like everything you're saying about, you know, you're able to make your own decisions. You don't have to really bounce anything off of anybody else. Cause you don't, you know, you don't have the other partner there. That's really right up my alley anyway. So. Right. But the fact is that it's not, you don't really have my situation because you do no. have that have dad in place and he's there and it doesn't matter that he's in another country, right? I mean, he exists and you want, you know, him involved, right? And so as much as he chooses to be like in terms of getting a visa to come here, he has yet to go and do the application. Like go, you're not like he's busy making a fucking B-box and sending me a video because you think, I <laughs> well, think he thinks that's going to make me happy. And I'm like, just yeah, do you have to understand it might not have hit him yet. I mean, sometimes it's like hard, you know, you're you have the baby inside of you. You're going to these things. And maybe like when you sent him that video, did he does he going to get a video of the baby scan? Like, can you send that to him? I showed him pictures of the, like, there's no video. But oh, you didn't get a video um, of like it? Pictures. Just pictures. Right. Uh huh. No, the measurements. No, right. Yeah. That. I think I had the measurements um, of that. Right. Yeah, like ton of pictures, and I was like showing him on uh, WhatsApp yesterday. I'm not even kidding; it was the longest phone call or co- slash conversation I've ever had with him in my whole life. Right. Because well, that's we that, that, of course, that. and that's you. But I don't think I know that you're surprised by all that. But I think because now you have something else going on between you guys that is not just you and him, but it's something for him and it's something for you. Like this baby is also his child, right? Like you're experiencing it as if it's your baby solo on some level too, right? So is he. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to have probably more of this kind of conversation. I don't know what he, I, I hope, I guess. I mean, it's like, I just don't know what he sees as a future. I know he doesn't plan on staying in America and he doesn't really want to be here. So I just don't know. And it's like, 
you know, it's just been difficult dealing with him in general. Cause it's like, since I told him, I knew, okay, it's going to take him some time to hit him. I knew a little longer. There's a baby inside of me. There isn't inside of him. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's going to yeah. give him some time. So I let, like, I waited like a month until like we heard the heartbeat and like, he, he kind of seemed to get it. But, but now like, when he knows it's a boy, I mean, it's just going to yeah, get more and more real. Mm-hmm. I guess, but I'm still, I still am like, you know, is it like my friend's advice was to try to define what is expected of him as a father. And I feel like it's better to expect nothing because I'm not seeing anything and I don't want to be disappointed and I don't want my kid to be disappointed. And I don't want to, how do I let him in without letting myself or my kid getting hurt? Well, it's his kid too. Right. But how do I let it, how do I let him in? Not meaning like in the country, but like, how do I like, like let him do what he needs to do because it's whenever it's on his time there's no communication about like timelines or hey so I'm well thinking you about have to have those con- eventually you're gonna have to have those conversations he doesn't fuck i try to and he's like just looks at me like i just feel i feel bad for this kid in a way you know what i mean like like i'm sure there's gonna be a moment in life where this kid's gonna be like what the fuck mom you got knocked up with this guy who doesn't care enough about me to provide but you don't know that you don't don't know know that that, this kid first of all but let me tell you if the guy doesn't provide money but he provides like facetime or he comes to visit or he want like i don't know like he might feel a very intense bond to his child when that child comes you just don't know until that happens what about his family does his family know what about his mother? Yeah, they know his mom. I talked to his mom. I can talk to his mom more, but like she doesn't know how to do technology or anything. I mean, she's a little older and she's very nice, you know. But, but how does she feel the, about the baby? Like, what if they feel, you know, really want to have. They're Caribbean. They're like, okay, there's babies born like every two fucking seconds. They're like, good. I'm good. Good for you. She was like happy. She gave me a hug and she goes, yeah, you, it's good to have a baby now while you're young instead of when you're old like me. Right, but maybe she it's going to be her grandchild. Maybe there'll be a relationship. I don't know. We don't know yet. That's the whole thing. I think what you have to do is like right now, take it day by day, look forward to the things that are happening to you, establish your relationship with your child and how things are going to look for you, you know, and then let him every step of the way reveal who he he is and what he's going to do. And I don't think you know until that time comes right because he could get a visa next month but i wouldn't i wouldn't push him anymore i would just you know i really haven't yeah and i just you know i just tell him i hope you're here yeah i hope you're here exactly but i would anything i can do right but do you like i would have a plan that who's going to be in the room with you and all that kind of stuff like your mother my mom yeah your mom and how that Yeah, but I don't know that, you know, you're going to have to, I don't know that you need to go to that place where your kid in in many years is going to say, mom, why the fuck did you do this to me thing? You just, you don't, because you just don't know. Yeah. You have to just allow that relationship to be what it is. And like I said, we don't know what that relationship is, but if you're going to have to explain it, you will explain it. And, you know, the what you always want to be is like, you don't want to be these fucking white trash people you see on Judge Judy, uh, like ruining their kids' lives because no. they're so mad. Even if the guy doesn't show up, you tell him like your dad was a is a, was a good guy. Like he can't be yeah, here no, 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 no. because that, yeah. of whatever, but he's a good person, yeah, and mommy met him because and that's true. 
Yeah, so that's good that it's the truth because you're not going to be lying. And that's the stuff that you need to focus on, the positive. I'm really lucky that he is a good person. Like, that's that's true. That's, you know, 100% like the saving. And that's his, like, that's like the saving grace. Yeah, but that's what I think is why I think this story is going to wind up to be a little bit different than you think because of that. He might be lazy and he might be a little irresponsible, but... You know, I think he's going to step up more than you expect. And you just have to give it time and wait. You know, you have a lot to do from now to then. You'll have a lot of exciting, more exciting appointments with your doctor. The first time you feel you're, yeah, like your baby's going to start cool. kicking you. You're gonna, like, it's you're going to get bigger. You're going to have to go buy furniture. You're going to have to do like, so you'll be busy yeah. on things. You'll get stuck on that nitty gritty, annoying things, too. That's just fucking a part of being a human being. It doesn't matter that we yeah, know all these yeah, amazing yeah. spiritual things like you're a human being, too and you're going to get freaked out and you're going to, you know, so you're in for a wild ride, but then your baby's going to come and it's going to be a whole new world. Like everything before my baby was like all the stuff and then my baby was born and then you're like in a whole new world and that's when things begin. So all this stuff will seem like, you know, there'll just be a new, there'll just be a lot of new stuff, you know, and it'll be a lot of good stuff. And yeah, and I, you know, yeah, that's really good stuff. I'm, I'm really lucky too. Like, really, really, I keep saying lucky, but it's more like blessed. You know, like I have a good girlfriend who's very, very honest, and she just had, she's got a three month old baby right now, and she's not the most like uh, motherly type of a person before uh-huh. kids or, or really up. Like, you know, she's got a husband that's excellent, and he's, he's more of the nurture. That's perfect. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. And she was just, you know, she talked to me yesterday and it made me feel so much better because of her honesty. And she said, you know, just, she goes, it's just interesting about what's going on. You know, don't feel, don't try not to feel bad. If you feel bad about things, if you feel negative, don't let it get to you as much as don't let the, don't let the, the hamster wheel keep spinning. Yeah. And like something like that. And she said how, uh, she's, she said when the baby was born, she's of course was happy, but like they get home and she's like, like looking at this like thing and she's like, oh my shit, like it doesn't even like have an emotion. Like it just like. Yeah, and, it takes a long and, time. It takes a long time before you get something back from them. Yes. That's what she said. She said only now at three months. Oh yeah. She doesn't even know. Stop. You are going to see that girl. She's going to be a little bit ahead of you. And that's so great that you have that friend because she's going to tell, yeah, she's going to tell you, but wait for that friend in seven months from now, how she's going to feel your love for your baby grows and grows and grows and just becomes so much over time. Like, yeah, you love it the minute it happens, but, but the first time you hear it laugh, like it'll literally bring tears to your eyes the first time. Like seriously, she heard her kid laugh for the first time, like a real laugh. Like I forget how old they are when they do it, but those are things. Her baby's only three months, but so you'll see her go through it and you're going to see, her love grow yeah. and change and be you and, know in the yeah. way that it happens and then and it was really nice and i said you know it's i'm glad that you're telling me this because if something like that happens if that happens where i'm not like these women who tell you it's all amazing 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 i don't feel like a psychopath if i'm not head over heels right, right away like I, she said she said she was annoyed with how dishonest a lot of people seem to be because no one that she knows will ever say what she says. Right. And people look at her like she has two heads when she says what she says. And I just think that that's great. And like women should be 
comfortable to talk about things like that because I think it's got to be more realistic. Our other friend who we were visiting, who just just had a baby, also was saying the same thing. So there you go. There's two women right there who like have the same thing. And I just think that's interesting. Yeah. And maybe, you know, you never thought that women talk like that because you never like were talking to women as another mom. You know what I mean? My close friends. Yeah. Like, you know, they're really, really close, really helpful. Yeah. And I find that when you're really honest about your stuff, like with other moms, like they're like honest about their things and everybody wants yeah. to talk about the negative stuff because you feel like almost guilty for having those feelings. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you, you tell your friend and they're like, oh, me too. I wanted to throw the fucking guy out the window yesterday. Like, I mean, you know, there are just times yeah. like it's like that kind of stuff. And then, you you know, and that's what it's so great when you have like really good girlfriends that you could be close with and really tell. Um, and you'll find that I think women are more honest about that, right? That kind of stuff. It's just that you have to be in like, you know, private conversations with them. Yeah. 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 So it's just been good. And like this conversation was good. Thank you. Yeah. You're going to need a lot of conversations like this. Thank God you're going to therapy. Thank God you're back in the States and you have your friends. Thank God you're going to be busy doing a lot of stuff that you're going to have to do. Like I said, it's going to be up and down for you, but I cannot wait for that baby to be born because then you're going to be in like the fucking twilight zone and it's a whole new world. (laughs) It is. I'm telling you. But let's touch base like right before you're going to give birth. November. Okay. And then, of course, we'll talk after. <laughs> thank you so much. No, I really, please. I am you. so excited for you. I'm so excited that you're having like a little. Do you have boy names? I, do, I have one, and I don't know that I like it anymore after finding out that it's a boy. What would you mean? <laughs> it's like, it was Rowan. Uh huh. I like Rowan's nice. I kind of like that. What's your kid's name? I don't Nic- know if you want to. Nicholas. No, I, I'll cut this That's out. A- that's a good name. I love Nick. <laughs> no, but this is the whole hilarious story is that like, you know, because I'm old. I grew up in the 80s with like Motley Crue. And when Motley Crue came out and Nikki Six, that that guy, I was like so into him. And I thought Nikki was like the fucking coolest name for a guy on the I planet. With you. So I was like, I, I am naming, I am having a boy one day and his name is going to be Nikki. Like Nikki was my thing. So then I'm like, I can't really name him Nikki. So I'll name him Nicholas. So that it was always like, I'm going to have a boy one day. And, and so so he's named after Nikki Six, which is so tacky. And, I but I don't call him. I don't call him Nikki. I I actually call him Nicholas, and I love Nicholas. And he does look I like, like a little Nicholas surfer Nikki. boy rocker dude, but he's still not Nikki to me. I call him Nicholas. But I always knew yeah, that. Is. I always knew I liked that name. And uh, I got mine from a show. What the same thing? Like I got mine from a like from a TV show. Yeah, like, I think it's funny when you have a story about it. I like that yeah, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yours is great. Yours is good. <laughs> it's because it's so cheesy '80s Jersey girl. I love Do you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Six. Fucking Nikki Six. Great. <laughs> Motley Crue. <laughs> By the time he's older, he's gonna be like, "Who the fuck are they?" You know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh my god, he's gonna look at them and be like, "What were you on, Mom?" Yeah, it's like no. I used to sleep with musicians. I'm sorry. I was a rocker girl. And that is, that's the I truth. So, you know, what can you do? But I think Rowan's a really cute name. For real. But anyway, we'll so see. we'll see. Okay. Keep me posted on everything. I really am Thank truly you. so happy for you. It's like Thank very you. exciting. And I can't wait to Thank talk you. to you through your journey because we'll be talking more. Keep yeah. me posted. Thank you so much. And have a wonderful day. You and, too. And uh, stay out of that twilight zone. <laughs> <laughs> bye. 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 Thanks bye. for calling. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly? 
and be on the show. Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.